Welcome to episode four of 10 Things I Hate About, an Outlander podcast. Thank you for tuning in and we really hope you're enjoying the pod so far. I'm Sharon and this is Ruth and this week we explore the first half of season two from Through a Glass Darkly to Faith and we just wanted to add a trigger warning to this episode as we reference childbirth trauma and baby loss. We all have our favourite shows, but there's always something that comes along that means you like it a little less. The technical term is the scrappy-do effect. Two friends create a safe space to talk about their favourite show, Outlander, all the things they love about it and some of the things they hate. Although we all love Outlander, there are things we hate. Admit it, there's always something. So we've created this space, a space for all Outlander lovers to share their dark secrets, but mainly it's a space to share ours. Every week we'll discuss episodes, their themes, feminism, what we love, and every week we'll talk about something we hate. Roger. Yep, we hate him. <laughs> but let's be clear, we don't hate Rick Rankin. We're not crazy. We have a clear grasp on reality. <laughs> so join us, gentle viewer. Join Sharon and Ruth, two England-based Outlander fans, as they discuss love, hate, and time travel. Hello, Sharon. Hello. Or should I say, bonjour. <laughs> Come on, Charlie <laughs> Boo. I'm now going to struggle to, to have anything beyond that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're done now. Here we are. Here we are. Our fourth episode. And, yeah. and we are about to start a new season, a new season in another country as well. Yes. Yeah, it's, um, this is quite a shift, isn't it? Yeah, I, I was, I, I'm appreciating now I'm about to just go straight into talking about it, but I was thinking that when I rewatched it, how they do that, how it is like a big tonal, tonal shift, like the, like how the, you know, the colours, um, the uh you know we we have the first introduction of the different theme tune um yes but i was also thinking as well like there's almost in especially when they are in france not the first episode obviously because that's kind of um claire being back in the present Mm -hmm. um but it was it kind of made me think at times a, a bit like a french farce yeah yeah um so i think there is quite a you know there is a big a big shift in it all um which is you know i think it's good really yeah Um, it it is really dramatic like the the text like the textures of the clothes like you said the colors and both for um like the male and female protagonists it's like you know it's a huge shift for both of them um jamie's hair is like strikingly different of course it is it's um, jamie's hair it's jamie's hair it's got its own journey Big <laughs> every every season brings a new journey um, i mean why doesn't jamie's hair have its own podcast i don't know why doesn't it have it a, its own twitter account i think we need to raise this as an issue <laughs> oh poor J- i mean i think is this the last season that we have lovely Jamie's hair, and I think it all goes to shit now after this, doesn't it? I think it might do. I think it might do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and also as well, it's it's um, a 
well, for the Franz part, a, a big, I think, I think nearly all of it, Jamie has trousers on. Yes, that's true. And Jamie, they do, they do have yeah. kilts occasionally, but. Big... Yeah, you're right. I think uh, Marta wears his, his, yeah. his kilt. Yeah, yeah. When they're yeah. doing, when they're, when they're um, practicing their. Like sparring. Yeah. 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 Uh, but otherwise, yeah, Jamie's mainly, yeah, in very much French attire. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and I and yeah, we we start this season quite. I I will I'll never forget when I watched this episode. I remember messaging you, and I was <laughs> traumatized. Yes, I was. <laughs> when it opened up, I was like, "What? What? What is what? happening?" And uh, I I I mean, when I rewatched it recently, I was just thinking, "Oh my god, I remember how shocking this first episode was." Is so shocking, like, and her. Like, because the camera pans out when she, when you, you know, she wakes up or like doesn't wake up, she comes to and, mm. and then the camera pans out and she just lets out this scream and you're just like, okay, what's happening? And I just remember the whole episode, me going, oh, it's fine because Jamie's going to follow her through the stones. Yeah. And yeah. Like, when you start realizing, you're like, holy shit, how the fuck is she back in 1940 yeah, or exactly. whatever? Exactly. And I just kept thinking, Oh, it's fine because he'll turn up, and then it gets you just get more and more panicked as like the episode goes on. Um, another great um, reintroduction to uh, Tobias Menzies, like he is, yeah. he is so good. Um, he goes from you know he's you know has all the emotions like elation, um, adoration, mm-hmm. like um, just awe, and and then and then hurt and anger, like the complete yeah, anger. That yeah, he, He's just so good. He's great in that first um, that that first half because then we don't see him as Frank then for quite some time. No, no, we don't. Mm. We don't. Um, yeah. But so he, yeah, he, it is. It is. You know, and I think it was really well, kind of kept under wraps. I mean, mm. obviously, we hadn't read we hadn't read the books at that point so i'm sure if you had read the books it would have been less Mm -hmm. shocking but um it yeah you you are kind of thinking oh but she's but she's pregnant so when has this happened and what's going on and Mm -hmm. oh yeah it's like oh but they're going to france what what's happened you know and it's just it is it and i I, I, I like that they just don't they just answer they just don't tell you they don't tell you like for the whole season because because then they go to France and, and yeah because when when it's in and they go to Boston she's still very very in the early stages of pregnancy because yeah. she's not showing in any way and then um and then so then you're back in France and you're like but she's got a big bump there what what's yeah going exactly on? Like, you just cannot understand what's happened yeah um yeah it's really clever that that opening scene is was definitely one that um. It puts you on edge for the entire season. Yeah, exactly. You are. You're just like, oh, when is this going to happen? Mm. Um, and it is, yeah, it is nerve-wracking. And I wouldn't, and I do think, you know, kind of going back to that kind of shift in tone when they go to France, I wonder if that's kind of part of that as well to almost kind of slightly calm you down. It's like, mm. oh, we're going to just, we're going to just draw your attention over here to something different. Just relax yeah. for a bit. Look at the pretty clothes. <laughs> <laughs> when when it's when it, it's almost like you just leave out the sigh when when suddenly the hand that's held held out to her as yeah. she walks down the steps changes from Frank to Jamie and you're just like oh Jesus Christ thank God yeah you know it's like yeah. almost like 
yeah okay I can relax a bit now but also yeah. now I'm yeah. on edge for the entire season yeah because I know what's going to happen yeah um I just don't know how uh yeah. I, I also like thinking I just remember thinking the whole time going it's okay because they'll change it like they'll change they'll make a change <laughs> I was just so devastated <laughs> devastated um but yeah, yeah, and we're in we're in France in a very different, um, uh, very very different culture and surroundings and landscape. Yeah, yeah. so different. Um, and obviously, Jamie is recovering from his his real trauma, um, which brings up a lot of, a lot in in the various episodes. Yeah, and I think it's interesting how they how they do that and i think it's interesting that they that they that they do it that you know this character this you know this male character who is the hero the hero mm. you know and is tough and heroic and strong and all of those kind of male traditional um characteristics mm. um sort of becomes vulnerable you know obviously we see that a lot at the end of season one but I think the I think the sort of a man experiencing trauma and how that plays out and I think showing that mm. I think is really important and how that affects him and then how that affects his relationship and um bits where like she's presented with moments where she could be jealous, like the mm. bit where um, they go to Versailles for the first time and the girl that he knew yeah. previously comes running up and Claire's just got this kind of arched eyebrow and this kind of slightly amused look on her face. And I mm. think there's something about, um, and I suppose you forget it because the actor's, playing the characters are a lot older than they're supposed to be but mm. like he is only supposed to be like 22 or 23 yeah. and um and i think sometimes that they tease that kind of naivety out through like the sex not just their sex together but like when he's in some kind of sexual situation it's like he th that kind of naivety which mm. he doesn't which doesn't show up in other spaces kind of mm -hmm. comes out and and I think you know and she's always quite arch about it and quite sort of you know amused um yeah rather than like actively jealous but yeah you're right about their arguing and I think they do like the bit where they're in France where that you feel like all these different pressures like the pressure of him, of his recovery and her pressure of like, um, kind of almost a bit of loss of identity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, for sure. And, and then the pressure on both of them of kind of the, you know, trying to change the course of history and, yeah. and how that plays out in terms of like them arguing with each other, um, yeah, is always really, really is is always really really well done. Um, yeah, it, but it, yeah, yeah. It's it's because that's like um, I find that argument, you know, a lot more difficult to kind of 
I mean, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Like the, it is another big, big passionate argument they have when he can't comes home, he can't find her and he expects her to be there. And you're mm. like, why would you expect her to be there just waiting mm. for you? And initially I remember just being really angry and being like, Jamie, like get over yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like seriously. And then he starts to, it starts to kind of unravel a bit and she's like, I need to find purpose. And then, and then he's like, you know, and when, when do I get to find meaning in my day? And and you're kind of like, oh shit. Yeah. Like it must be so shit for him that he has to listen to a man that he despises, yeah. speak to him all day long. And and it, so initially you're kind of like really pissed with Jamie. You're just like, how dare you? And then he starts to kind of explain his, how, you know, why he is feeling like this. And like, okay, approach it a bit differently next time. All right, Jay? Like, yeah. Seriously. I, I think but, there is, I think there is that kind of, and I suppose it does go back to why they're a good on-screen couple is mm. that kind of evolution that they have the passion, they have the arguments, but every time they kind of learn and evolve, especially especially him, I think, you know, because you kind of forget that they have really only been a couple for a really short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only are they kind of getting to know each other, but for him, he is getting, he is learning about being married. And he's learning about being married from... A woman from a completely yeah, different from a different century. time, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think it is, um, um, and I think it's an interesting first half of a season for their relationship. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think I think one of obviously the big complaints about season two is there's barely any sex in it, mm-hmm. um, and we, you know, for for fairly obvious reasons, but still. Um, but I think, um, there is that kind of, you know, their relationship has a lot more kind of emotional challenges. Like in the first season, there's lots of, you know, Claire getting kidnapped and needing to be rescued. (laughs) Um, And and, oh, she's back and now she needs rescuing again. (laughs) Um, whereas this one is much more about like, being in a relationship and that kind of up and down and the challenges of that. And obviously the, the, you know, that reaches that sort of peak, um, in, in in faith as well. And that, yeah. And that day to day, you know, getting through the day to day of like, he's got a job, he's got a day job now, like he's a wine merchant and then she's in the hospital, um, in the infirmary, um, every day. So it's like, that kind of day-to-day mundane life almost that we all yeah. experience, which was never part of their lives, is now very much there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, and it's, it's it, you know, it, it's them both trying to find their passions. But, yeah, like Jamie says, you know, when would he get to, you know, find meaning? And, um, yeah, that's not, it's not that doesn't really come into it, I think, until the second part of the season. No, no, I think you're right. It, and, and I think it's almost like, you know, that, that um, discomfort that they both experience for when they're in France kind of never mm. goes away. Um, mm. It's quite always quite close to the surface of, you know, like not feeling like it's their home, not feeling like 
they really know what they're doing there and um and also kind of in a way not having the agency because you know they're trying they're, they're trying to do something but they don't know will be successful like trying mm. to change the course of history and they don't know that that'll happen um mm. but i do think it you know i think um i i, I mean and I, I'd, I'd be intrigued people who know about scottish history would think about it, but i think the the way they cast um bonnie prince has been a proper dick <laughs> and like really annoying and obviously the actor plays him so well and does make him really annoying and i mm. and and every time he says mark me i'm just like <laughs> just like the worst catchphrase anybody could have it's so terrible um no, but it, okay. it, it yeah. makes him you know it, you, you kind of you know at that point whether you um you know you kind of going yeah we don't want we don't want the scots to win with this one yeah, yeah. like a great example was when um he he comes he, across the roof and into and into their house yeah. and jamie like thinks he's a intruder or whatever and he literally like barely looks at claire in the eye and jamie's like to introduce to my wife and you're just like oh you're such a dick and then he's like and then he's like like puts his hand out for a glass of of some some sort of alcohol without even looking at Jamie and Jamie like you you'd see Jamie like looking at Claire like almost raising his eyes to heaven being like oh here yeah. we go like yeah. look what I have to deal with yeah yeah um yeah that's what <laughs> gets a bite from a monkey um yeah that was that's and 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 part of that like of them like their day to day um is is a theme that's come up again um this season is friendship. Yeah. Yeah, is such a big, big thing again. Yeah, um, it plays a huge part in this. I think this part. Uh, I need to rewatch the second part still, but um, as opposed to the next part of the of, of season two. But you know, we see her. We see Claire um, make you know really strong friendships with um, Mad Mother Hildegard, Master Raymond. Um, even like Mrs. Graham in that first episode when she's like yeah. the only person she can talk to about Jamie. Yeah. Um, and, um, and even, you know, Claire and Murta's friendship starts to, you start to really see that even though, you know, the last time I know it was like, they went around on the touring together, but really there's like, he's constantly put in charge of her life. Um, every time she goes somewhere, he has to yeah. go with her and, um, you know that's friendship is plays a big theme and and what was the Frenchman's name again? Is it Louise? Louise and and I think yeah. I think that I think the the bit that I think that, the thing that I think again and we've said this before about the female characters is you know nobody's ever kind of completely a caricature they're not one dimensional so even Louise who is you know really frivolous and has that you know what I think is a wonderful scene where she's having her legs waxed and then her bikini <laughs> eyewax and it's just so good and so funny and she's yeah. she does it so so well mm. um you know up, you know they make her really really quite a frivolous person um mm -hmm. until the episode of faith and she, you know she's so mm. kind and and gentle to her friend and yeah so even you know even a character who you think wouldn't have that depth yeah. um does um and yeah i think i think 
yeah, giving, and quite often, you know, it is Claire who has the the new, the new friendships that develop yeah. in in the series. Um, yeah, where Jamie's kind of, you know, he has Murta, and obviously we um, are introduced to Fergus in this, and when he's when he's a little boy, but it is it is Claire who's that kind of connects people and yeah. you know draws people to her um um sometimes for bad reasons you know yeah. obviously she has um the comte um de saint-germain yes. comte saint-germain as as like her enemy yeah in this, straight in off, this straight off the boat yeah, I mean, literally, she's been in France like half an hour, as far as I can tell, and she's already got an enemy. She's already um, got a deadly enemy. Um, um, it's, yeah, it's it's great. Um, he's a good he's a good baddie. I like he is like he is a good mm. baddie because um, he's a bit pathetic and weasley as well. Um, mm. But I, I, you, I, you know, you, I like that. Yeah, your relationship with him it changes as it. You know, you're just like he's he's so unapologetic the way he's yeah. like, you know, the way he speaks to Jamie when they're in the brothel, even like, yeah, Jamie's like, if I find out that he's the one who tried to poison you, you know, I'm going to kill him, and and then that last scene with when it's Claire at the palace and she's yeah, to, you know, you you feel that he's you feel such sympathy for him, yeah, yeah, empathy. So it's like, yeah, it's played quite well that um that whole uh relationship yeah um but yeah she does and and again and with that we're brought with that friendship with master raymond um and mrs graham as well yeah we're brought back to the witchcraft yeah yeah theme again yeah uh sorcery um le don blanche like yeah you know a great um um a great line from jamie um but yeah we're brought back there again which yeah. seems to come up yeah. quite often. It's like a woman's um, knowledge and capabilities can only be uh, put down to witchcraft. Yeah, it's, it's like, the only way know. we can explain it is magic. <laughs> yeah, it's something magic. fantastical. It's like, you know, she can't possibly be clever and know things. She <laughs> she must be a witch. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that I think that's done really, really well. Um and just really, really, you know, like that kind of, um, I suppose it's one of the reasons why you don't, you know, you don't automatically class it as like fantasy or science fiction because it's so sort of subtle in, in, in how it's used, but it mm -hmm. is there all the time and it is there, um, you know, as a good, as a good, um, you know, reminder that, that mm -hmm. it exists in this world when, you know, when you forget about it sometimes, like you forget sometimes that she's traveled back 200 years and then something mm -hmm. else happens that, that you're like, Oh, mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. Um, Cause even when Jamie's Jamie finally tells Marta. Yeah. Marta's response is like, you know, if you believe your, your wife to be a witch, then who am I to, and then yeah. you're like, hold on a second. That's, that's not what he said. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, if you are a little bit crazy, <laughs> that's fine. Where are you going with this, Marta? <laughs> what are you trying to say? Don't we yeah. already establish she's not a witch? Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, even yeah, it's it's it's, all, it's always brought up. Um, yeah. But yeah, again, we do see it very strongly through this um, through this season that the theme of witchcraft, which is and it ends um, quite dramatically in the palace. Yeah. Really clever. I- yeah, I think that's really, really clever. And I also think that, I mean, like that whole, like put that aside, like put yeah. aside all her trauma um, because she's got to save Jamie. And I yeah. think it's, you know, and then like like you say, she's got to go speak to the king. She's got then the whole La Dame Blanche, magic, magic, magic. Um, and, you know, it's all in one episode. Yeah. You forget, like, the timeline of that, you forget, because then it's not until Jamie gets back that you find out what actually happened. Yeah. In the infirmary, because, you know, she wakes up and then Master Raymond comes, then she goes home, then she goes to the palace, and then you go back to the infirmary again in her head um, for even, like, a scene that she plays just so wonderfully. I think yeah. she nominated for that episode. Yeah, I, I think, think she, she I should think, have been. I know, I think she she, she was, was for this yeah. series and I think she did win. Yeah, okay, yeah, she was so good. She was fantastic when she yeah, was a baby. Yeah, I mean, baby. yeah, she's, she's really, really good. It's, yeah, it's all done. I just think it's really done really well. Really, really yeah. well. Um, yeah, and it's interesting that you say, like, you know, now she's saved Jamie's life again. It's almost like it's like back and forth constantly. Yeah. And, and yeah. it gets raised very strongly in that when they have that fight about Frank. Yeah. Um, which again is when she's just like, even just see, feel her fighting against wanting to say it. Yeah. And she's like, you owe me a life. And he's like, wow, is that yeah. how it is? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I actually, when I watched that back, I was like, Every time I watch it, I'm like, Christ, how can they move on from this? Like, he, yeah. he's so disgusted with her. Like, he's the way he looks at her, and you're just like, oh, my God. I, and then suddenly, the next scene, she's, he's massaging her feet, and you're like, um, what just happened there, guys? I thought you were fighting. Yeah. Like, you just had this massive fight. But then <laughs> it was when I was watching it, I was like, ah, yes, because then he goes back, and he's like, actually, I don't owe you a life, but he's like, the only reason I am doing this is because of the Bonnie Prince. And yeah. she's like, what? And she pulls her feet away. And then you're just like, ah. It's, and he's like, you know, if you ever, you know, if Claudin does happen, you have to promise me that you'll go back to him. And and then you just fall in love with Jamie all over again. Yeah. It's kind of standard every second episode, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's never in the bad books that, that long. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's um, it, yeah. I think it, it's a, it's a it's a. I mean, like you know, I mean, we've we've divided the season in terms of what we're going to talk about, like quite mm-hmm. clearly between kind of you know France and then when they go back to Scotland. Um, and I think it is interesting how you know different the two halves of the uh, of this season is, and you know how much is in there because you know by this point you've already got new things to be ruminating on and new mysteries to be solving and you've almost forgotten that she, she'd gone back to the 1940s yeah 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 because <laughs> you're like oh well what's going on we're going back to scotland now and yeah. um 
but she was like, maybe maybe they'll forget. Maybe they'll forget <laughs> yeah. that you are. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's it is it is a wild ride. Is season two? I think um, mm. in a way that season one isn't. I think it, you know in a different way. But I think season two is is a bit of a wild ride. Um, but I think um, I think I think the thing that delivers on season two, and I mean, like we you know we've talked about our different fashion elements that we've loved in the previous season. Mm. But, you know, I think it's really difficult to say like all the clothes when they're, when they're in France, especially, especially her clothes are amazing. Because one of the things that I, I really noticed when I watched it the second time is like the French women's clothes are almost like, very, very, I'm going to call them sort of fussy. They've often mm -hmm. got like a lot of like additions, like lots of bows and frills. Mm -hmm. Whereas hers are like really like clean lines. She doesn't, she rarely has something that's got a lot of like fuss on it, mm. um, which I really like. Um, and but just the design, the material. Um, oh yeah. I think I don't think there's an outfit that I don't like. No. I mean the red I dress is so. one of my favourites. Yes. You but even see. the the brown oh, the one where where they realise that Jack is back, the where she's wearing the like the brown with the flowers and Oh, the embroidery. and you know, I was looking at that so closely. Um, this episode because I was trying to see how heavy they yeah. were embroidered on and you can actually see them lift off yeah. lift off her dress like that embroidery is just so stunning yeah it's gorgeous just, yeah she just stands out like a flower yeah and like and it even starts because when they do come to France first obviously she's still in the wool when they're in yeah. the harbour and yeah. then the first dress you see her in in France is that beautiful cream and navy. And yeah. then, like, straight away, boom, you're like the yeah. texture. It's like silk texture, yeah. the color. You know, it's just immediately you're just like, wow, okay, we're yeah. in a different place here now. Um, it's so just smooth and, and, and light to the touch compared to the wool and the tartan yeah. of, yeah. of Scotland. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that one with, um, when, that she wears in Versailles when she, when um, they meet Black Jack again, um, but the the one I love, I know you and you absolutely adore that red dress. I remember you telling me, "Wait till you see the red dress," and I was like, "Wait, what red dress?" And and then you're just like, "Oh my god, it's magnificent!" And I love the way she's like, "Excuse me, I helped design this." Yeah, yeah. When Jamie's like horrified, um, but one of my favorite ones is that yellow. Yeah, bright gorgeous. yellow case. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I just yeah. love the way she when she pulls it over her head, it yeah. just so beautifully. And then when she has it down, that it's just the lining is so stunning. And it's got all these like it ties around her neck and then has another tie. Yeah. I just, oh my god, yeah. I just want one for myself. Yeah. The detail of yeah, all every single thing in it is just meticulous and just so beautifully done um mm -hmm. and 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 like i say i think you know there's a very deliberate um like her clothes are much cleaner lines they're they're not 
the frilly things that you see the French women like she it very much positions her style differently um yeah. and I think and I think that really works and I think is really good um I think the only thing yeah. that I, I just keep thinking how is a pregnant woman wearing these glass dresses I know <laughs> that, that's my main main I just keep thinking how how are you comfortable like how they're just some like that one with the embroidery just looks so heavy exactly and it's quite like, tight yeah and quite tight along around the waist yeah um, there's no there's, there's there's no lycra no back there there's no stretch there's no stretch there. in that no, stre- <laughs> no elasticated waist no no but I, I i think that's that's my only kind of thing it's like how are you how are you comfortable in these yeah dresses? i um, know she should have put more in a pair of leggings and then just like, watch the accessories <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> because the accessories are fantastic and like you you notice that difference between scotland as well is another yeah. big thing apart from the texture is like the hats the, the hats buttons, yeah yeah the gloves yeah, yeah. They're just jewelry, some, yeah. yeah. The jewelry you mentioned the jewelry as yeah. well before, and I, I just really looked out for it this time. And it's just, uh, which I hadn't until you mentioned it. And uh, yeah, it's, I mean, because Claire and I, um, what's her name, Sandringham, does mention that she's got this beautiful long neck, yeah. So when exactly. she wear, when she has her hair up and wears yeah. those beautiful dangly earrings, she yeah. just, you know, it really just suits her. She just looks fab. Um, always and 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 then you know the same with the men. Like Jamie's got these fantastic, um, uh, like velvet coats and yeah, you know, and you see him in and out of costume every two yeah. minutes. Like he yeah. comes home from the brothel and he changes for his day job, and they do make that a big thing. Like yeah, like seeing him get changed, yeah, and seeing yeah. him change up his outfits. You know, it's yeah. quite a different. It's a much different. Um, a side to him that we don't yeah. see otherwise he's just flinging on his you know his uh his tartan or his yeah his and, and it is that kind of you know i suppose in a way they make a point as well of marking him differently to murder so like when they go to versailles the first time like murder's complaining about having to be in yeah. a different outfit and being uncomfortable yeah. and not being able to breathe and things like that and yeah you see yeah you probably see jamie have more outfit changes than claire does yeah yeah he does um, yeah, he goes through a few, yeah, and then he has the at the dinner party when they have the dinner party with Edward. There's, I remember that it's really fantastic. Yeah. I mean, um, but yeah, oh god, I mean, yeah, we could talk about the fashion all day. It's really, um, it's really great, and I love um, that that waxing scene when they go with to Louise. I love her oh, dressing yeah. gown. You know, yeah. it's just like whoosh. I love yeah, like, just, just so like much. So much material, yeah, and that and that's one of the things that I like about Claire's is her like dressing gowns that she sort of throws on, and again, it's just mm. all this material, and they're just so beautiful. Mm. I really feel like I was born to, you know, have, century. N- not have a job that means I can't <laughs> that I, I have to wear practical clothes, <laughs> and I can't just swish around in gowns. Yeah, um, I feel like you would pull that off very well. <laughs> I, d- I think I would be probably worse than Claire, though, if I had to go back in time. I'd have been there 24 hours. Witch, get her on the bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
two hours in. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Something up here. (laughs) And that's okay. Later on. (laughs) Um, But yeah, 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 I think, yeah, I I, I think, yeah, that, that is one of the things I really love about weather in France is just and and you know I can just imagine that the um designers and the dressmakers were just having an absolute field day um, oh in heaven because it's just gorgeous it is gorgeous you don't see it again they don't get to work with those colors and textures really anymore no, like there's no. a little bit in the states when they're in Boston but nothing like no 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 size of them they're just huge these dresses. yeah exactly the amount of you know the amount of fabric and just the everything about them it's just yeah just great it's definitely one of the highlights of this first half of of season and and again a bit like i suppose in a way like we talked about um you know scotland being a character in its own mm-hmm. right in season one I, I do think like how they use color and especially like clothes to really show the different world that they're in um mm. they do that so so well um I, I, yeah i just think it's it's just fabulous really really yeah. fabulous um yeah I was, I, I was thinking and i don't know maybe you have this and we've not i don't think we've talked about it before but i was trying to think about what i hate about this first half of season two no sex and I think that it might be the only thing that I, there's no kind of one, you know, like one bit where something happens, you know, and, episode, and I'm like, Urgh! or like getting yeah. really wound up or, you know, or like one particular episode that I don't like. Um, no, I, I think just the general lack of sex. I think that really is, yeah, I think that is disappointing because, you know, you, you are kind of set up to expect that after series mm-hmm. one and then... Um, yeah, and then they go through a huge journey. Yeah, to get to which is, I think, just yeah, played really well. Like the first, I think even just the first episode of when when they're in France at first, is it like an opening scene where they're having sex? Yeah, and um, and then Jamie immediately sees Jack's face and he's and um, he starts stabbing him, and it's yeah. quite dark. Um, and then he wakes up. Yeah. Um, so you're like, okay, so this must be happening quite, quite a lot. And then they try again when she waxes, um, has the leg wax, yeah. and the bikini wax or whatever. And, um, and then it's not until they, he finds out that Jack's still alive that they, um, finally, and that's, that's a really beautiful scene. And it's so, it's yeah. just, the lighting is so stunning where it's just supposed to be the moonlight, um, and she's, you know, she comes into him and, um, and yeah. they, you know, he was almost like his first time properly acknowledging her bump in like yeah, a yeah, good way. She is really, really heavily pregnant there. And because yeah. of the clothes, you don't yeah, really you don't see, see how it. pregnant she is. Yeah. Um, and so, it's just a quite nice different scene. Yeah. But then there is actually one more, but it's just like, it's about two seconds long. I know, not, you just felt it's just not good enough. No, no series two, they I think they do cheaters. Um, yeah, big time. And yeah, I think, yeah, so that is, yeah. I don't know if it's a hit, it's more just a profound disappointment. Yeah, it's not, yeah, I guess it's not a hate. 
Maybe we don't have a hit for this episode. Maybe it's 10 things I feel disappointed about. In <laughs> Wait, though. Roger arrives in episode one. I know. I know. When I saw it, I absolutely wet myself laughing because I'd forgotten <laughs> that he was in this, appeared in this series, albeit very fleetingly. Um, and it just made me really laugh. That we can't yeah. escape him, even when we say, "Oh, he's not in this. He's not in this ser- season." So don't worry, we won't be ranting. And then yeah. he appears as a small child, and I'm just like, "Huh, yeah, can't yeah. avoid you, can we?" Yeah, no, there he is, Being really annoying. The like, like a foreboding for what's to come. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wait till we get there because we will we will see him as an adult at the end of the season so we'll be talking about it a little bit in the next episode. yeah yeah yeah, yeah we, will, we will see him a yeah. little a little bit but um, um yeah but i think um as well yeah we've we've talked we've talked a bit about the feminist themes that come up and yeah i think um one one big one is this like uh like you have Louise being pregnant and Claire being pregnant. Yeah. And um, so that, that theme is kind of there, but one, um, and then Mary again, rape coming up again, Mary's raped and her terrified yeah. that she's pregnant. Um, so that kind of theme is there quite a lot, but um, one, one scene that's kind of struck me was when Claire and Louise have that conversation about her not wanting to have the baby. Mm. Um which I, I mean, it's because it's, of, you know, current times and um, women's, you know, with quite quite a current theme at the moment that kind of gets me going because it's been talked about a lot. Um, but like, you know, women not having ownership of their own body yeah. and, you know, she's not allowed, you know, she's not even thinking about what she wants. She's just thinking about, and Claire is the one who is reminded, you know, she's like, she, you know, he's not the one who's pregnant, Louise. Yeah. Um, and she's trying to empower her to, you know, make a decision for herself. Um, and just, yeah, the, the, the way she talks about it, she's like, there is a way that we can get you, get rid of the pregnancy, but it's quite nasty stuff and it could potentially kill you. And it just brings the theme at the moment, I think brings a lot up a lot of me. I get quite angry with what's happening in the world and, um, how backwards things are going, but it's just another reminder of like what women had to endure. Yeah. Um, for, you know, because of, yeah. Well, they, know, they had, they had no, um, like they had no agency over, mm. um, over what happened. I mean, they barely had any agency in terms of what choices they had or control over their life. But like having, you know, having the choice to have or not to have a child because you did or didn't want one, but also just the sheer danger of it all, especially back then, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and that, like you say, you know, we are in a place now where some of that is being pushed back onto women mm. and in some parts of the world or is, is still like that, yeah. um, is, 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 yeah, is really, is really um, terrifying and I think does, yeah, does play out this idea of whose choice and what it means for a woman. And, um, mm. and it also, um, like that, it made me think about, I think it had been kind of touched on a little bit when Claire 
sort of assumed she couldn't have children. And then Mm -hmm. it kind of becomes more kind of clear in episode one when she gets, ends up being back with Franken, when she tells him she's pregnant Mm. and um, he says something like, oh, but I thought you couldn't. And I think, I think it's really interesting that, it's quite clear that they've just assumed if you don't, if you can't have children, it's because a woman can't have children, which obviously mm. was kind of the standard, yeah. um, pretty much Absolutely. the standard assumption. Um, yeah. And I think that, you know, I think that is quite interesting that all along they've gone along with this idea that they can't have children because she can't have children, not because mm. in any way he mm. can't. And then obviously he says he has been to a doctor and discovered and found this out but I thought that you know that a lot of women would go through life being you know blamed for that sort of thing I mean you know Henry VIII was chopping people's heads off because they weren't having children Um, (laughs) um, exactly there's a perfect example yeah exactly you know that that you know and I think you know I think you know with Claire that they play out that really clearly that Mm. Um, you know, it, the danger of of childbirth was mm-hmm. was really, you know, it was really, really dangerous. Yeah. Um, and it still is. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And for, and in some parts of the world, people don't. And yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just think I think you know the fact that that's in there and the fact that the you know, she nearly dies as well. Yeah. I think um, there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot that they kind of get wrapped up in pregnancy and women's choices mm. related to that. And and also, and I think even just like women's ignorance, because like, you know, the, they play it for a bit of a laugh, but like Mary not knowing um mm. About how sex. you have sex and yeah. how you get pregnant. I mean, like, you know, obviously when she's raped, she doesn't know how she, you know, she doesn't realize that she can't be pregnant because, um, yeah. you know, like Claire goes, oh, he didn't finish sort of yeah. thing. And, the, you know, how how kept in the dark um, women were. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, absolutely. Oh, it's so funny that you say that because, like, we were only talking about this recently um, uh, in wor- in a work environment about the fact that, you know, women, that this idea of storytelling being passed down mm-hmm. from generation to generation doesn't really exist. And um, there used to be like this huge, um, you know, uh, worship to it, it, when like in kind of like, the pagan culture mm. um, or religion. It was like, you know, these huge, this adoration of like vulvas opening, these ma- massive, massive adoration statues of vulva and you would go and you would worship it. And then the, the um, Christianity came along and they just destroyed this history yeah. of like what, how we would be telling our story and the same with like, and then that would be passed down from generation to generation. But like, in my, you know, for uh, certainly in, you know, in, in my, in, in a, in a Catholic community growing up in the eighties, uh, you must be joking. Like yeah. whether, where you would talk about, and that's the, and that's 1980s. And yeah. like before my grandmother would talk about 
you know, something like that, or, 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 you know, it was, it was just shame. You just feel yeah. shame, yeah. you know? So yeah. whatever about like 1984, <laughs> it's like I'm talking about like a few centuries previous. And, yeah. and so, you know, but, but it is like, it is that, that art of storytelling and that we should be, we should be creating stories out of the, this and our womanhood and our, our power, our superpower as women and passing this down and without any shame, mm. but it's just, I think, I think we're probably the first generation that will do that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah. that, that's a massive generalization. I'm sure there are people with parents and grandparents who have talked about it, but I just know from my culture and like yeah, exactly. the community I grew yeah. up in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's that, that, like that story with Mary was shockingly not that yeah. know, surprising. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, so I think, I think that's one of the things that season two does a lot of is like a different, the different representations of women with different types of power and agency. And Mm -hmm. even those that are wealthy are still, you know, restricted by the patriarchy. And, um, you know, even those who are, you know, medically trained and, and intelligent like Claire are still, restricted by the the times um and how important they place on you know women's health really um so yeah yeah, i think it's um yeah i think it's really yeah i think it just does it really well i just think it it has all these little threads in and they you know and i suppose going back to this idea of like you know um women's storytelling and women's stories you you know to some degree you have that in terms of where the hierarchy of of culture is as well so you know Mm. um the you know the culture of romance novels and the culture of um you know romance tv shows or you know anything like that is always seen as low art and not high quality and not culturally important um mm-hmm. and a lot of that is sexism playing out um yeah you know it, it, I, you know when i tell people about outlander you see some people just like wrinkle their nose when i tell them what it is because yeah. it's, it's like that snobbishness about oh, mm-hmm. mm, it's romance it's like get mm-hmm. over yourself um <laughs> you know and, and and i think you know so that does play out that kind of you know pushing down of stories that women feel are important or enjoy even just enjoy um you know so i think i think yeah i think that's one of the things that i always think that outlander doesn't get the props that it deserves because of that um just so they don't get the acting awards and things because it's not seen as you know if they're all gangsters then they'd probably be getting smashing us Smashing absolutely it. smashing it. They yeah, be smashing like the words out of the park. Crime, an absolute crime. Um, it is an absolute crime, and um, you know, I suppose as we as we draw to a close the episode, tell us, mm. gentle viewer, um, you know, why do you love Outlander? Why you know why you think it's important? What you liked about se- season two, the first half? Mm-hmm. Um, did you have a hit rather than just a disappointment that me and Sharon had? 
you know yes is this i would love to know that like to know what people do hear about this first mm. half I bet some people yeah. think i bet some people have some strong feelings about the bonnie prince oh back yeah, me. yeah. Back me, sharon <laughs> they will Mark me. Oh, so good. Um, but yeah, get in touch with us. Let us know what you think. Um, what are you looking forward to about the second half of the season where we will be back in Scotland um, and we'll be, you know, we'll get, we bring back a lot of the characters who we haven't seen for a while. And um, we start with the Fox's Lair going all the way to dragonfly and amber yes um and and the build up to culloden mm-hmm. so uh yeah yeah we'll be exciting stuff yeah exciting and barbara back to where um where our heart is isn't it back to Scotland. yeah yeah definitely yeah. definitely yeah but so yeah get yeah. in touch and and get you know follow our socials and yeah you know we'll be posting some um previews of the next episode yeah exactly um yeah um so and and do those in. things that people do with podcasts rate yeah review give rate, us subscribe fa- subscribe all those other words all that, those things. <laughs> that you do do them do for all us. the things do we all the things <laughs> love you eternally although this you know it's really a podcast about love as opposed to hate we, yes. we just direct the hate very acutely towards one character <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, get in touch and um yeah, as ever Sharon, a joy. Absolute um, pleasure. Always 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 love talking a bit of Outlander with you. Yeah, it's bright it definitely brightened my day today and uh, I can't wait for the next one. No, Nami. So we'll see you all in two weeks for episode five. Yeah. Which will be well, the second half of season two. Um yeah. So, yeah, but do get in touch with us in between. Um, We do like to hear from people. And spread the word if you've enjoyed it. Tell other people about the podcast. Until then, we'll see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.